Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX, and I am thrilled to be once again joined by my co-host. But before I find out where he's been this entire time, uh, I would like to let you guys all know that this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which is America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code PHNX. And for betting simply $1 on any college or NFL game, you will get $150 in free bets instantly. That's the DraftKings Sportsbook app and our code PHNX. Uh, again, returning, joining the podcast once again is my friend and co-host, Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Jesse, where the hell have you been? You know, Derek, I've been having a lot of fun hanging with kids um, in my in my happy place. I've basically been a glorified camp counselor the last few days. That's, sure. that's yeah. essentially where I've been. Uh, for for, yeah, those, was- for those that don't know, Professor Friedman over here is a teacher during during the day when he's not being go. a a sports broadcaster. Uh, and yeah, it's it's nice to have you back. We missed you. It's honestly like the greatest combination of jobs. I'm a math teacher by day. And I'm a sports journalist by night. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're it's really you, incredible. I'm you put those math night. skills to use at night, analyzing all this data. Right? Yeah, it. the math never stops. Math it never really stops. Never stops. <laughs> it's all it's all math all the time. Just like it's tank season all the time, Jesse. Oh tank gosh. season. It is tank back, season Derek. all it's the time. <laughs> yes. Well, tank season is here, but we have some good news. We're going to get to that in a in a moment. Tori Lavallo has been extended by the Arizona Diamondbacks, depending on depending on how you feel about that, whether that's good news or bad news. But yeah, you uh, said good news, Derek. You must have been persuaded on the show. I well, I've like... told you, I lost, I lost, I lose all the arguments I'm involved with. I lost the the Jersey <laughs> argument on the Phoenix Sports Podcast. I lost, I lose all of them, but uh, I'm happy to take part in the debate. I will say that tank season uh, was. Slowed down a little bit today with the Arizona Diamondbacks avoiding the sweep against the Atlanta Braves. It did not look good for a while there. The Atlanta Braves were really just beating up on the Diamondbacks. And when I say that, I I haven't seen so many home runs at, at Chase Field in in years, it feels like. I, have, I haven't seen that. It, it seemed like the Braves were just knocking everything out of the park. Uh, today, Madison Bumgarner looked good. There was, you know, some good offense. Carson Kelly had a big day for for the Diamondbacks. Hit a double even after getting hit in the beanbag. So you gotta gotta appreciate that. But uh, overall, not what we wanted because the Diamondbacks win, and now we are in a position where, uh, you know, the Baltimore Orioles they're they're up. When we take a look at these standings right now, they they have the advantage. They are winning their game currently against the uh, Texas Rangers. They're up two to nothing in the top of the seventh. So. Hopefully, this tie uh, will will keep going on where they also win today and they sit at 49 and 104. As you can see there, the other teams, they, their heart isn't in it. They're, they're not... <laughs> They're not down with tank season. Tank the way season the is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, you, you got to be committed to this, Jesse. It's You got to be committed <laughs> to the bit, all right? So the, the thing about this situation now is, uh, you know, the Diamondbacks and Orioles seem to just be neck and neck. When one loses, the other loses. When one wins, the other wins. What happens, Jesse, when this ends in a tie? 
Okay, I'll answer your question in a second, but can you pull up the graphic again? I think oh, let's do it. Another, we need to take another second to appreciate what is oh, happening yeah. in the, less, yeah, in the left is, half of this graphic. This is so uh, extreme and unnecessary, and I, for <laughs> one, am here for it. <laughs> uh, these teams are all drowning, but the Diamondbacks and Orioles definitely are the ones that need a life preserver at this point, and that life preserver, Jesse, is Elijah Green. It's Elijah Green. I need that number one pick. Obviously, there's lots of good options for all of the teams in the top 10, but it definitely sure. feels like Green is still that that ultimate prize, still feels like he's going to be that number one pick. Uh, I watched video of him yesterday, and he just seems like he's four years into his major league career <laughs> when I watch these videos. He's he's taller and bigger than everybody he's playing with. He, he's, you know, going three for four and, you know, four for four in some of these games that I watched as a high schooler. It's just wild to see. Uh, a talent like that but again it's also like a grown-ass man playing against high school kids is what <laughs> is what it looks like in these videos right um but yeah what 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 happens when the baltimore orioles and the diamondbacks potentially end the season with the exact same record if, if that's what happens yeah i mean we're not that far away from the end of the season about a week out right so this is looking like yeah. honestly a fairly likely possibility in my book and yeah so i looked into this Derek, because i was really curious what happens if there's a tie and I did some research and found that the tiebreaker between two teams is their previous year's record. So okay. if the Diamondbacks and Orioles wind up with the exact same record this season, we would look at their 2020 records in okay. order to decide uh, who gets the tiebreaker. The team with the worst record uh, sort of wins the tiebreaker, right? And would get the first overall pick. Okay. But so who, who had the worst record in 2020? That's where it gets good. The Diamondbacks <laughs> and the Orioles. We're both 25 and 35. Last what? Season. What? I know, right? It's absolutely wild. How? How does that happen? They were both 25 and 35 in 2020. They, That's they, incredible. There is a real, very real possibility that they go back-to-back -back seasons with the exact same record. And so wow. I, have, I have racked the internet, Derek. I have searched and clawed my way around the internet <laughs> to try to find an answer to this question. And honestly, I can't. You look at all of the most official websites that all they mention is the tiebreaker is the previous year's record. There is no mention of a follow-up tiebreaker because, frankly, the odds of two baseball teams having the exact same record in back-to-back -back season is, like, astronomically low, it has, right? You yeah, know? it has to be, like, near impossible for that to be something that actually occurs, especially considering right. uh, the, the variable that was the 2020 season, too, right? I mean, that's, that's a... I guess maybe with less games, it's probably a higher percentage chance yeah, that they yeah. finish with the same record rather than more games. But what are the odds that these two teams in these two seasons finish uh, with such terrible records that match each other? Like, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. So, so honestly, I have no official reading on this, but my assumption, which I think is probably a pretty safe assumption, is that it probably goes back to their 2019 records. Uh, and in that case, the Orioles would uh, would win the tiebreaker. They had the worst record, the worst record of the two teams in 2019. So ultimately, I think the tiebreaker probably goes to the Orioles in this situation. Sure. That's that's the that's the moral of the story. But this is unprecedented, right? Like this is something that absolutely that Rob Manfred <laughs> in his office might actually have to like address and make a an actual official ruling about if one doesn't exist at this point. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. My guess is they probably have a rule written somewhere that they just don't really post publicly because they feel like sure. the odds of this happening is so low. Yeah, that's never happened. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's never going to happen. Never happened. And yeah, they probably didn't think it ever would. Wow. So, but ultimately, Derek, I mean, if there's ever a tiebreaker between another team and the Orioles about which franchise is worse, the Orioles are probably going to win. Yeah, the tie t- t- yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> tie goes to the runner, and the runner is always the Orioles. Uh, interestingly yeah. enough, I, I think you're right because the only other possibility, right, would be a. A, a one game playoff between the teams and then the loser gets the number one pick <laughs> i mean that's, I know, I that's the only other option it, i could think you'd of. have to make it the winner right i mean that would just I don't be know, well, yeah, like, but but the winner would end up with a better record jesse <laughs> the winner would end up with a better record i think mean, you'd have to you'd have to like you'd have to just change i mean what are you gonna do start like david peralta as your it's starting a, pitcher? I mean, it's a 16 inning you... a 16 inning scoreless affair with nobody's trying at the at the plate is basically what i'm <laughs> imagining someone right, finally right. uh bunts one for a home run by accident and that's the winner uh <laughs> yeah well i don't know i i will say this i feel like tank season at times as ridiculous as it sounds i know this is crazy it's not i'm not i'm not actually saying this but at times it feels like it's more fun than a playoff race. Well, what your team is in it for what a wild card spot. My team's in it for a franchise altering draft pick. Yo, that's way <laughs> bigger odds than you and your wild card where you're going to get swept in the next round, pal. I'm excited for tank season, baby. And I am excited to say that I have made plenty of money betting against the Arizona diamondbacks during tank <laughs> season, which also makes it kind of fun. Remember, just because they're losing doesn't mean you have to. And I think that's a good time to talk about uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app and how I've been betting on these games. Uh, I've I've mostly been betting on run lines because I find that to be something that I just, looking at some of these games and knowing baseball kind of like I do, this is probably the most insider knowledge I'm pulling into my DraftKings Sportsbook app and the bets I'm making, but Jesse, I'm telling you, sometimes they just scream to me that, uh, you know, a, a one and a half run line between the Braves and the Diamondbacks, that's that that seems like easy money to me. However, I did not bet on them today. Look what happened. Look what happened. I didn't bet against them today, and the Diamondbacks won. So, uh, you know what? Do what you feel like you need to do with this app. Uh, I don't have any you know, morals when it comes to it. I just enjoy trying to win money, but you do what you need to do. If you don't feel like betting against the Diamondbacks, uh, you can find plenty of other options on there. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, they're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So they have all sorts of great NFL bets. One thing that I've really been into has been the single game parlays. The same game parlays let you combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. Makes things a little bit more exciting. Yeah, you could take the line for the for the team to win, but I like to also throw in, especially for the Cardinals, how many yards Kyler Murray is going to get uh, in his particular performance. I, I so far, I've I, I've just swung for the fences. Everything has been the over, and I have luckily won so far, <laughs> uh, uh, almost everything. But I will say that I have been conservative, and I've been having a lot of fun. Again. If you use our code PHNX, you will get $150 in free bets instantly for just making a $1 bet on any college or NFL football game. And DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. The, the best part really is that you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
uh, unless you're like my friend Jared, who by accident put $2,000 in it and then tried to immediately take it out uh, and had all sorts of problems. So don't do that. But if you if you bet on these games and, and you take your winnings out, it's the cash is there for you to withdraw whenever. Uh, again, you can download and use our code PHNX to get that $150 in free bets instantly just by making that $1 bet. And I, I implore you to make just a $1 bet. Do it. Call them on their bluff. Get your $3.50 back on like I did and, you know, then get your $150 in free bets. Uh, remember, 21 and over only, Arizona only. Gambling problem, please call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And yes, Jesse, I am openly admitting that I have bet against the Diamondbacks, but you know who I wouldn't bet against? That's Tori Lovolo. And I say that because I had this fear, much like a lot of Arizona Diamondbacks players, that if this season ended and the Diamondbacks and Tori Lovolo parted ways, it was going to be maybe one or two years before we saw him leading some other squad to a World Series or some sort of, you know, huge playoff run. Only a matter of time, right? But uh, the big news today, obviously, Tori Lavolo has been extended. He has been extended through 2022 with a club option for 2023. You wrote an article on it, Jesse, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the impacts of Tori Lavolo sticking around and, you know, mostly, mostly the positive things that can happen for this team by him still being here. I think Steve Gilbert said it well in his article when he pointed out that we probably shouldn't be too surprised by this just because the Diamondbacks have hung on to Tori Lovello throughout this season, right? Yeah, right, those, exactly. Those two months where the Diamondbacks were, uh, you know, unbelievably horrible, they they kept him, right? And we often see managers dismissed in the middle of the season. So I think that's, you know, even another factor that we hadn't even brought in before. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to say I told you so, Derek, but... Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, again, you know, I, I've never said that the Diamondbacks needed to bring back Lavello. I think there's something to be said for, you know, having a new voice in the clubhouse. But I think there's also something to be said for what they're choosing to do. And that is to take a guy who is very well respected around the league and give him another shot and i think if we're honest with ourselves you give the best manager in the game a you know a pitching rotation of matt peacock riley smith seth frankoff john duplantier and corbin martin you know for two months they're not going to do great either and i just think we have to keep perspective when it comes to lavello for all of you fans out there i'm sure there are people watching right now who are super pissed off about what happened today uh, which I understand, right? I mean, the yeah. Diamondbacks have been absolutely horrible. They still have, a, you know, a chance to have their worst record ever this season. Um, but I think you have to keep it in perspective. And I, I really don't think that Tori Lovello is to blame for much of this, as hard as that is to separate the unbelievably bad results from the guy who sort of has more power than anyone else in this situation. Um, but I think, you know, I understand where they're coming from. They're going to give him one more season, right? It's not a long-term commitment. They're going to see if next year, hopefully with a healthier team, maybe a little bit more depth on this roster, maybe he can, you know, get the tide to turn. Uh, Gambo from Arizona Sports had tweeted out basically that it, uh, we still don't know the contract details, but it sounds like the contract um, is 
not as much of a, a pay increase as a manager receiving a contract extension normally would get. They didn't want to see Lavallo or they didn't want it to be seen that like Lavallo was getting rewarded for this season, but sure. they did want to bring him back. Uh, something Mike Hazen said today in his press conference in regards to the extension was that uh, we've had a lot of conversations and we feel like Tory is still, even though all the things we've gone through this year has maintained stability and structure around what we're going to try to accomplish moving forward. I think he does a very good job of managing a baseball team. And I think to that agree that obviously the results are the results. I think that I have to take some reflection and some introspection on where some of those things fell down for us this year and where that's going to impact us moving forward. Right. So I, I feel like what he's saying there is uh, especially that, uh, you know, a lot of these things are out of Tori Lavolo's control, right? Uh, Tori Lavolo right. doesn't necessarily have that same, I, I don't know. He doesn't, I, I, he, he I, I think a lot of people know that this wasn't on him. And I know people aren't happy with his managerial decisions. I know fans do not want, you know, that, that same thing over and over. They feel like, how is this team going to get better when, when you're not doing anything to change the results? The manager right. is the manager. So they feel strongly like this team isn't going to get better until someone else is leading this, leading it. You know, I, I don't tend to necessarily agree with that just because of that metaphor. I personally feel <laughs> is the situation, you know, the Diamondbacks giving Tori Lavolo a box of eight Crayola crayons and asking him to draw a mural <laughs> on the side of one of our beautiful buildings in downtown Phoenix, right? And right. even Lavolo has this attitude of like, all right, um, all right, I can uh, give me some time, I'll do it. They're like, no, we want it <laughs> done by October. And he's like, what? No, you only gave me eight Crayola crayons. I said, October, right? So that's how some people, that's how it feels, right? It's like, you can't yeah. give someone that rotation that you just brought up and expect them to succeed on any level, right? Um, mm -hmm. And and I don't know. I don't know going forward what, uh, you know, I don't know if Tori Lavolo is going to be on a short leash next year. That's That's a great question. I don't know if we see him, if they have this lack of success again, I doubt we see him make it to the end of next year like we do like we did this year, you know, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of factors that go into that. I think as, as frustrated are, as we are as a fan base at times, I think that the Diamondbacks are a little, a little bit more patient knowing what, what they're giving Tori Lavolo to work with. I mean, when you look at his record with this team, it's not mind blowing, you know, it's sub 500, right? This includes this playoffs as well. We're looking at 334, 365 as as manager of this team. Um, but again, like you wrote in your article, it's it's average. It's not crazy, especially for a small market team that doesn't have the same payroll as the Dodgers or you know right. even even the Padres as they've proved this season. You know, the interesting thing there though is that someone tweeted. Uh, out today uh, there's a good chance the diamondbacks and the padres are going to end up playing the exact same amount of playoff games the diamondbacks however they have tank season baby <laughs> they have elijah green maybe coming over so um but you know what what do you think the impacts are on this team by tori lavello sticking around do you think that this allows some stability and maybe some peace of mind for these players going into next season and and beyond perhaps 
I think you'll be hard pressed to find a player that is angry about this decision. That's the first thing that I'll say. I don't think, you know, if you're envisioning in your mind right now that there's chaos in the clubhouse and everyone's down because they can't believe that Tori Lovello is coming back. (laughs) I don't think that's happening. You know, these guys really, they, these guys really love and respect Tori Lovello as far as we can tell. Do I have to remind everybody once again that Eduardo Escobar, who is no longer with his team, once said he would die for Tori Lovolo? And Eduardo <laughs> Escobar doesn't even speak that great of English, yet that was the clearest, most dedicated statement in English I'd ever <laughs> heard him make in, in my entire time of covering this team, right? I mean, when a yeah. player speaks that way about you, I feel like it speaks volumes on how they feel about him. No one's ever debated that he wasn't a player's manager, but you know, like like you said, it it really comes down to the success of the team, not really what the what the how the players feel about it. They're going to be excited that he comes back. Yeah. And another thing that I'll add to this is I think we should view this from Mike Hazen's perspective. If you're gonna sit there as the GM and decide not to bring back your manager, I don't know if we always recognize like mentally what that must feel like for a GM. Because Mike Hazen's probably looking at this season and being like, yeah, Tory probably could have done some things differently. But I think Mike Hazen is probably looking at himself in the mirror right now and being like, I didn't really set up my manager for success. Like, he's probably yeah. viewing this more as his failure than a failure of his manager. And I and I think he's probably right in that, right? And, and obviously, Mike Hazen yeah. has, he has other limitations, right? Diamondbacks aren't spending money, so... You know, I think management probably shares in, in the blame of this as well. But not not but to Mike mention is, not yeah. not to mention the personal issues that Mike Hazen going has going on in his own household. It's completely sure. understandable with what is going on with his wife and his family that you know he doesn't have that full dedication to this team, and he has shared that it's the reason why he kind of stepped away mid season and and you know talked about the other front office kind of taking over for him while he was going to be absent. But these are all you know, that all of this impacts this team, right? And it's all very unfortunate that it does, but, you know, Mike Hazen is a very, very intelligent person and he's made some absolutely tremendous moves for this ball club. Uh, uh, Again, Mike Mike Hazen, just like the Toy Lovolo Cran situation, was handed a broken vase and a thing of super glue and said, fix it quick before our parents get home, right? (laughs) And he somehow did it, you know, with all of those deals and everything, uh, the way they structured Madison Bumgarner's contract to bring him in uh, while, you know, they was, they still had the Tomas on, on the books. There was a lot of things that he has done positive for this team. Unfortunately, they just haven't seen more success than that 2017 season when, when they won the wild card and went to the playoffs. Right. Uh, I think, mm. you know, we, we are where we're at, but I, I will say that, I am very glad that Tori Lavolo is still around on a personal note because I like him very much. And I can, I can completely separate the way I feel analytically about this team from my personal feelings, but on a personal note, just like probably what you were describing the players feel, I like him a lot. I think he's a great person and I think he's great for this organization. I really do. I just don't, I, I mm. think he takes on far too much of the blame for, you know, this, uh, the way the season has gone when there's so many other factors, you know, the, he might've lost them three or four games, but he didn't lose them, you know, 60. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, but anyway, they, they definitely have, um, 
they definitely have a lot of uh, potential. Uh, I think that I'm still not betting on them next year, but you can do what you want in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, please use our code PHNX. And again, if you go there this weekend, sign up for betting $1 on any NFL or college football game, you'll get that $150 and free bets instantly. So again, that's uh, code PHNX. And we can't thank you enough for doing that. Uh, I I can't, you know, think of uh, a better manager, you know, like we just talked about who would replace him. But something that was really interesting to me that Steve Gilbert, once again, from MLB.com had tweeted out was that Lavola will have significant say over what happens with the coaching staff yeah, as yeah. all coaches are in their final year of their contract. So I, I think the, the big question there is, do you think we'll see Lavolo kind of clean house? Will, do you think the D-backs will move on from this coaching staff? Or, or do you think that they'll, they'll bring back a, a good number of these guys? They better not bring back Matt Hurgis. That's yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's all I wanted to hear. Make Fetters the pitching coach. Let's do it. Make the move. Commit to it. The guy is a, a tremendous coach and person. And again, another person from the Diamondbacks organization, I would love to see continue to, to rise and get opportunities. I, I It is. Yeah, one thing I'll say real quick, Derek. I think it is strange that like the timing of this is a little strange because you're, you're simultaneously not making a long-term commitment to Lavello because... I mean, you're you're literally not right. It's a it's a one year guaranteed contract with a team option for the year after that. But you're also kind of giving him the keys to the future. You know, if you're letting him decide, you know, who is your pitching coach, who's your hitting coach, who's your bullpen coach, all of those things. So this is going to be very interesting to see what happens, because if the Diamondbacks, you know, do, you know, they're obviously bringing him back this year. But if the Diamondbacks decide to move on from Tori Lovello at the end of next season and not bring him back and not pick up that team option, they're still going to have an entire coaching staff of guys that he brought on. So obviously that's something we can, you know, we can revisit when we get there, if we get there, but I do find the timing of that a little bit strange. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I think at this point they might want to start looking at some of those other coaches. I mean, as you know, as, as people they want to replace uh, Hazen was asked today, by the way, about Lavolo possibly being extended on that club option right. and he he wasn't he, he didn't even want to talk about it you know he, yeah. he'd said at one point he didn't want to get too bogged down in 2023 because at this time they're still looking at you know they're still in 2021 and they have a lot of work to be done between now and then uh he said we can ask him all we want next year about 2023 but he's not going to get too far down the road uh and and that's uh, i think a good way to address it right like at this point Lavolo being picked up for 2023 would kind of be a reward if he can get this team out of this, you know, situation, right? If mm -hmm. next year they don't have the injuries and they don't have all of the catastrophic events that occurred to this team happen, how how successful can can it be, right? Can he mm -hmm. can he get it back to where it was at? Can he, you know, make a run again at another wild card spot or something of the sort? Maybe this is the offseason that they give them a couple of more free agents than just, you know, just bolstering the bullpen like they did last off season. They're going to have to do something. I mean, we've talked about it a lot, right? There's, there's definitely some gaps. There's some places where they're going to need more of a veteran presence moving forward with all these young guys coming in. So I'm sure that's one thing that maybe our, our, our viewers today are a little more on board with. I think, I think that's a good point. There's a chance the diamondbacks are, 
and they're not going to go all out this offseason. But to give Tori Lovello a fair shot, I think they probably recognize they're going to need to do a bit of a better job this next year, you know, putting a viable major league team with reasonable amounts of depth at each position on the field. I just think at the end of the day, looking at what might happen to the San Diego Padres is a perfect example of why even going out and spending all the money that you can and getting as many pieces as you can still might not end up working out for you. You're still going to Padres, man. (laughs) Right. I mean, but, but then you have the giants that's that won't stop winning, you know, and, and the (laughs) dot, the Dodgers are getting beat up by the Rockies in Colorado, the Rockies, by the way, I mean, we, we, touched on this but the rockies have like a crazy record since going back to may 15th right so yeah they're the better one thing, than the padres for right. like the last few months yeah right so the one thing that you know again even the rockies have there is a positive role right like they're on a good streak leading in the next season they have a lot of belief and confidence in their team so if the rockies right now can take what they're doing and and maybe add a few key pieces in the offseason they're going to be yet another formidable foe in in the NL West for the Arizona Diamondbacks to face. They're also about to lose Trevor Story, which doesn't nah, make any sense to me because <laughs> they decided to keep him at the deadline. They didn't get anything for him at all. I know Trevor Story himself was very confused and once the deadline <laughs> hit and he was like, "They were going to trade me." Uh, so we'll we'll see what the Rockies. But you're right, they've had a nice second half, and you know there's some interesting pieces there for sure. Yeah. Um, and by the way, speaking of interesting pieces, uh, you can read Jesse's article about why he felt like the Diamondbacks should retain Tori Lavolo, as well as my article on both the curse of Baxter the Fourth, as well as uh, some some of that information from today's press conference uh, from Mike Hazen on extending Tori Lavolo. You can get that all all of that all of that beautiful, wonderful, fresh, hot baked content at gophnx.com. Uh, we just want you to come be part of the family with us uh, and and appreciate the support that everybody's given us so far. We've had so many new subscribers, but if you are not one, we, we want you to come on board. Uh, becoming a member not only gets you access to all of our written content, but it also gets you exclusive members-only deals for our merchandise every week. And if you haven't seen that, go check out phnxlocker.com. I can't tell you how much uh, good stuff my boys are putting out over at the from the design side of things. Uh, things are rolling and I still haven't gotten a shirt today. My boss at PHNX had, had the audacity to message me and say, I could come try on a shirt, (laughs) try on a shirt, not get one. He didn't message me to say, Hey, I got the PHNX D backs podcast shirt here ready for you. in an XL, I know you've been asking for it and I got you. No, no. He just wants me to try it on so I can know which size I can buy. So, yeah, we'll, we'll try try getting the same message, but from 1,500 miles away. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with you, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, besides, uh, you know, besides the free shirt, if you sign up for a year membership, you get your choice of a free shirt from the PHNX Locker. Uh, you also get access to our members-only Discord, uh, where you can chat with other members from the PHNX family. You can chat with us and just talk sports. Just talk sports without getting trolled. Uh, by that guy that really hates Tori Lovolo that can't stop talking about it. Or you know what? Come in our Discord. <laughs> and if you hate Tori Lovolo, you can be that troll in our Discord. Yeah, you can be that guy. Sure. Why not? You know, <laughs> uh, if, if you love what we're doing over here and want to support us, become a member of the family today, either by signing up for the year membership, which will get you the free shirt, 
or you can sign on for a month-to-month -month deal where you'll get your very first month for just 50 cents. So you know what? Uh, I think it's five bucks a month for the month-to-month -month deal. I, I, are, are we worth less or almost as much as a tall caramel macchiato from Starbucks? If we are, support us. You know, that's all I'm saying. But uh, we we appreciate all of the support. And you know what? We would love it if you also followed us. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you'll get notifications for all of our other content. If you love Arizona sports, there is plenty to stick around from. Even if you like love ASU and hate U of A or vice versa, uh, there is a show for you on this network, my friend. Uh, sign up, subscribe. Join us. Also, if you're if you're listening to us on YouTube and you haven't signed up or uh, hit subscribe on one of your favorite podcast apps, you can get us as an audio version over there. So if you don't want to look at my face, if you don't want to see Jesse's plain ass wall behind him, go ahead and listen <laughs> to us on the audio and you can subscribe to us on Apple. Uh, you can subscribe on Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. So uh, please do that. And lastly, of course, on social media, follow us on all the, all the socials. Uh, you can get me on social at cap underscore caveman with a K. You can get my friend Jesse at Jesse N Friedman, but of course all roads lead to PHNX underscore sports. And that is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we appreciate it guys. I, I think, uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing this and I hope you guys are too. I hope you're enjoying yourselves uh, with this content and I appreciate you guys being a part of the PHNX family. We, uh, we're having too much fun over here, even during tank season, Jesse, even during tank season, we're having a blast. So uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself, I thank you guys all for tuning in and remember kids baseball is so much fun, but it's even more fun when you bet on it.